Welcome to Better Animal Handling, Chapter 13, Episode 114. From Center of Missouri, USA, I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my cattle dog and sage co-host. Say hi, Abby. Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals from chihuahuas to Clydesdales act as they do and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode's on domestication and behavior of South American camelids and catching camelids. Our topics for this week are the domestication of South American camelids, natural behavior of camelids, and catching and manually restraining a camelid. Llamas and alpacas are domesticated camelids indigenous to the Americas that are related to Asian camels. They were domesticated and selectively bred for 4,000 to 5,000 years by the Incas in the Andean Highlands. The llama is a beast of burden that can carry 25 to 30 percent of its weight when conditioned. It's also bred for their meat, hide, and sinew. The smaller alpaca is bred for its fine wool. Although camelids are ruminants, they have significant differences when compared to sheep and goats. Camelids have long necks that they tend to put through holes and fences in the places and get caught or injured. Camelids have a pacing gait like that of a standard bred horse. The front and rear legs on the same side move forward and backward at the same time. Camelids have a poor tolerance to heat and an aversion to dogs. Cushing is laying down on their sternum. It can be a means of adjusting to overheating by cooling their abdomen on cool ground but it's also a passive means of defense. Their overt defense tactics include kicking, they usually do not strike, spitting, and sometimes biting. Spitting is a spraying of ruined contents as preceded by a gurgling sound. The spray can be effective for six feet. It's usually a prelude to an attempted escape or an impending attack. Pinning the ears back is another clue to possible aggression. They are adapted to cold, but not to frigid temperatures. Males and some female camelids have vestigial incisors, canine teeth, and large premolars that become six fighting teeth that can begin to erupt at two years of age and are completely erupted by four years of age. There are two pairs in the upper arcade just behind the dental pad and one pair on the mandible. Fighting teeth are sharp and angled backward. Breeding males should have the fighting teeth sawed off with obstetrical wire for the safety of other camelids and for handlers. South American camelids do not have hooves. They have two toes with large nails and a large soft foot pad. Their sternal area is heavily calloused for long periods of rest and sternal position. Adult breeding males are called machos. Castrated males are gildings. 
Adult females are hembras, and the young are crea. Even docile, well-handled camelids are often resentful of being caught. It can be difficult to impossible to catch in a large pasture. To catch them, they can be herded into a small catch pen or funneled into an alleyway. Herding can be more effective by sweeping done by two handlers holding a 30-foot rope about three feet off the ground and moving camelids toward a fence. One handler can tie his end to the fence while the other maintains the trapped camelids. The free handler can then catch and halter the desired camelid. Typically, camelids must be trained to enter a small catch pen that is 10 by 30 feet or smaller, where they can often be fed to desensitize them to the enclosure. They should be approached in a calm manner in the pen using an approach and retreat method similar to catching an invasive horse. Rushing an approach can cause camelids to panic and injure themselves. Camelids that are frightened should be caught in a shelter or building with one or more calm companions to prevent attempted jumping over a fence. The basic restraint of a camelid is for the handler to wrap an arm around the camelid's neck near its head and pull it close to the handler's body. The handler's other hand pushes down on its shoulders or holds the camelid's shoulder and chest close to his body. An alternative hold to holding its shoulder is to grasp the base of the tail. However, grasping the tail can cause some to cush. Pinning them against a solid wall can also assist the restraint. The ears should never be used for restraint. Causing pain or fear from handling their ears will teach them to dangerously swing their head and neck in efforts to escape. Dogs should not be allowed within sight or sound of camelid catch pins. Now, let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. Cushing is a camelid laying down on its stern a form of passive resistance by camelids. Machos, which are breeding males, should have their fighting teeth sawed off for the safety of other camelids and humans. Basic manual restraint of South American camelids is hugging their neck with one arm and pushing down on their shoulders with the other hand or holding the shoulders next to the handler's body. Abby says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling is available in my book, Animal Handling and Physical Restraint, published by CRC Press. It's also available on Amazon and for many other fine book supply sources. Additional information is available at betteranimalhandling.com. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling and restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling and restraint requires experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be under the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Abby and I hope you'll come back next week when I talk about handling equipment and facilities for camelids and llamas as pack animals. Hey, Abby, do you like alpacas? Did you say just the one that was in the Godfather movies, parts one through three? I don't think there were any camelids in the Godfather. Oh, you mean Al Pacino.
Yeah, those are easy to mix up. 